Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to the weekly chat number 29. Hello, hello, movie friends. Hope you're having a great week. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm great. We got huge news. We have pretty much finalized our live show in January. So it's going to be on January 21st at noon, 12 o'clock Pacific time. Mark your calendars if you live in the area, if you live in SoCal. Definitely try to make it. We'd love to see you there. If you were traveling from far away, we really appreciate that as well. Can't wait to see as many as possible of you there. There will be 192 seats. It's at this theater called... The Hayworth Theater in downtown Los Angeles, right near MacArthur Park. And it's a really cool place. It's a former movie theater turned into like a stage theater, but they do movie projections. It's a retired movie theater. Retired movie theater. (laughs) So it's actually cool because not only do they have a great stage for performances and great old movie seats, but they also have concessions and like popcorn and candy and drinks and full bar well, not full bar but they have like beer and wine yeah, yeah. stuff like that so it's gonna be i think a really cool aesthetic and vibe for the show it worked out perfectly because we mentioned i think last week that we were looking into venues and they were a couple of them they were just so expensive like there's no like we'd be we'd be burning money just doing it yeah like, i, I want to put on a good show not going yeah. debt yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so it was kind of a struggle and then you found this place looked into it and it just worked out it was it's the right price they can handle the live stream in both video and audio, record everything, and they've actually worked with the company that we're working with to post to stream it, which is also really great. Like they've actually worked together and collaborated, and everyone that we've met and talked to so far seems really great. Uh, the general manager is really super helpful and very excited. So I'm very happy. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, for all of you who want to come. We would love to see you. And then for everyone else who lives too far away, it will be live streamed. And so we're probably going to be putting on the tickets on sale for the in-person show. It's going to be on sale relatively soon. We'll let you guys know. We're still working that out. We're going to do graphics and stuff with their graphics team. So once the in-person tickets go on sale, we will let you know. And then the, the online tickets will go on sale about three weeks before the event. Probably so we'll right after New Year's. So yeah. wait until after the holidays so it's fresh on everybody's mind and all you'll have to do is pay for a much cheaper ticket online digitally, and you'll be able to watch anywhere around the world. That's why we picked noon, 12 p.m. Pacific time, so that everyone that's in the U.K., everyone that's in Australia, and different parts of the world that listen to us can pretty much all tune in at this, around, around, like, yeah. around the time where they're not sleeping, yeah. generally. So I think or working, because yeah. it's a weekend. So I think, yeah, and also that's why I chose yeah. Saturday. So even yeah. Australia, because they're like 17 days ahead of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we actually have, a, we're working on the plan. It's not going to be like a normal episode. It's not going to be James and I talking about just a movie or or whatever. We're going to be very interactive with both the in-person audience and the online audience, trying to get, 
as many people involved trying to keep it interactive, keep it fun and light. We definitely want to do a roast of us, which will be a lot of fun and kind of like gameplay and stuff, it, it, like mixing it up and just using the runtime to have a lot of fun with everyone and to just make it as entertaining as possible and worth the experience of anyone either watching from home or going to the show itself. Yeah, a ton of fan interaction. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know, you're there to see us, yeah, but also you're there to be a part of the show. And we want yeah, you to be a part of the show. Yeah, and, you so know, sweet. I think we can play some fun games and get a roaming mic through the crowd, do some lap Q&As. And also, if you're watching online, we'll be able to interact with you at the same time as well. And we can do like a Q&A just specifically from online people that are tuned in. And we'll be reading. There'll your, be a live chat yeah, box yeah, we can chat, interact with. chat with. box. It'll be with moments.co. That's the company that runs and so yeah well like i said we'll be able to read your comments and reply to you and like you'll be able to watch us live read your comment if you get if if we see it real quick and then like reply to it i think that'd be so fun yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we still have to work it out but i think we can have a really terrific experience and it will be a a really fun thing to do and kind of just to see what it's like if we do a live show if it goes well we could maybe travel and do like one a month in a different city every month. That yeah. would be so cool to do like a tour. That'd be awesome. So we're really excited about it. We're so juiced up. Again, the t- the tickets for the in-person live event in Los Angeles, which will be on January 21st, 2023 at 12 p.m. Pacific time, are going on sale within the next week or two. So we'll let you know. Stay tuned on our our um our Instagram and social media accounts and as on well our as feeds. weekly chats. We'll always bring it up yeah. and we'll keep pushing it so that people turn mind people. So that, those will go up on sale soon, but then expect right after the new year for the digital online tickets to go on sale. We gotta get we're gonna make some new headshots for it. Yes, yeah, so we gotta I, do that this week. Yeah, I had to shampoo my hair tonight. We to look different. Yeah, we look, we look a little different. What's funny is our old like photos because I was going through those old movie posters <laughs> that we made, like The Shining, The and, Hungover and, shoot, yeah, <laughs> where you had long hair. Like that, yeah, that was yeah, probably pretty close to this length. Mine might be a little longer than what yours was. It's, no, mine was. I was able to slick it back completely. Yeah, and it went behind my ears. That's oh, how yeah. long it was. Yeah, so your it hair was quite your hair long. Was pretty long. In that photo, now it's kind of flip flop. Where I have like your hair is like yeah. what my length was back then. The girl, the curls are coming on mine. They're unstoppable, man. <laughs> you can't you can't prevent it. You just gotta go with the flow. But yeah, we're just they have a great graphic designer, so we're just gonna do simple headshots, and then he'll be able to make a, a nice graphic for both the poster and for the tickets. They can put us on that. Yeah, too. we're really excited about. It. We're gonna have like we're gonna hire like a live photographer to take photos of the whole entire event and stuff like that. And yeah, I think if you come in person, you'll have a lot of fun. It'll be about two and a half hours, something like that. And we're going to have, like, an intermission so it won't be, like, crazy, like, two and a half, three hours nonstop of a show. We'll do, like, a 20-minute yeah. break. You can all use the restrooms, concessions, whatever. I think it will, I think it'll be a lot of fun, cool experience. And then, yeah, we'll figure out. We'll do some sort of, like, meetup maybe after the show. We'll do an after party. Or, like, an after party at, like, a big brewery or something like that because we'll be downtown. Might as well go somewhere downtown. So we'll, we'll play it by ear and, like, day of we'll let you – or, like, getting closer, we'll figure out and let yeah. you all know what yeah, plans yeah. we have. We'll if come you wanna, up with a plan. If you want to meet us because it's going to be too much bombardment, we think – if we do it like get off the stage and come see everyone because it's not really aside from the theater with the seats and everything like like the hallway and the concessions hallway it's pretty cramped and yeah. i think it would be really bad idea to do like meet and greet in there where they have like a little kind of photo op it, i think it might get a little too crowded and and people wouldn't be very comfortable yeah uh i think the great a great plan would be to do an after party at a bar uh, nearby because there's so many good ones and there's some really great breweries and with lots of space and the 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 concession stand area and the ticketing area it's super cute and feels like an old vintage movie theater but it is about five feet wide at some points and 
Uh, it's a little bigger in some areas, but it is it can be quite narrow, so we wouldn't be able to fit too many people there. Um, but we'll figure it all out in time. Ecstatic. In Can't time. wait. Cannot wait. It'll be a lot of fun. And doors will open at 11 a.m., so you, if you get it's first come, first serve for seats, so oh, yeah. make sure you get there early oh, to get yeah. a good seat. I think we'll have a good crowd. Hopefully we can at least like fill half the place up. Yeah. <laughs> they said that at the edges they have curtains to to cover those in case yeah, we like don't if, fill if it you up. can't fill up so it will look like it'll look like a better show. <laughs> it'll look like a full house. Put everyone in the middle. <laughs> we'll see. Very, we'll see. very excited about that. So that's the news on that. Um what else have we been up to this week? Uh well, I went to Universal Yeah, how was that? Universal Universal Horror, Horror Nights, Nights, which was super cool. Um, it's pretty spooky. It's pretty scary. Like people running around with like fake chainsaws. So is the entire place Halloweeny? Like everything? Basically, like even like where like Despicable Me and stuff like that. They like have all sorts of new, different kinds of uh, attractions and lights and and like they have flames and they just have just Fun. scary, spooky stuff everywhere. It's really cool. And but then you know there are people literally running around trying to scare you. So you got to be prepared <laughs> for that. But the Wizarding World was awesome. That was the best parts. What were the, the Death Eaters there? Yeah, so they have Death Eaters and they're like hanging out in smoke with like green lights and oh, they they had all like playing through the speakers was all like the spooky music from the movies. And I went on the ride again. The, uh, the oh no way the castle. Yeah, it's great. Lot, it's great. In fun. Waiting in line through the castle. Is Got great. a butter beer slush, which was delicious. Checked out the shops. It's it's a lot no of fun. alcohol in that though. No no. We had we went off a few nights ago and went to a barcade. We had a little too much fun. A little too much beer. Still feeling it. I probably will not. <laughs> you have... drank for like four different kinds of alcohol. It was that's that was my downfall. <laughs> I made a rookie mistake being thirty-two. You had, what? you had wine, beer, and tequila. Yeah, and a lot of wine, a lot of wine and tequila. Uh, tequila. Like, I don't yeah. want to say the words out loud because it's going to make me queasy. But we played Time Crisis and did oh, did pretty well. Killed it. Time Crisis was lit. It was it was an awesome place. I yeah. love barcade. Yeah. We were talking smack about it like a month ago, but I still love going there. Well, because they, their they're, they're operating procedures for lunchtime make no sense. Here's the food menu. By the way, you can't order anything. Not until five, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, you can order in six hours. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, and then today I saw finally saw the Banshees of Sharon. Cannot wait to talk about that. We're actually next week, we're going to film or do an episode on three great indie films that we've seen recently. So, Decision to Leave. Uh, Banshees and, and Sharon, and then also Tar. We're gonna do like a main episode on three those three movies, like just kind of segmented, like those old like kind of jumbled up episodes we used to do back in the day. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We want to do um, it, it could be called like the Art House series. We yeah. want we want to do more Art House reviews, more independent film episodes because we know a lot of you enjoy those movies and those kinds of films. And I mean, they're these these are three of the some of the best films so far this year. So. Yeah. We'll open each mini review up in that entire episode, spoiler free, of course, at first. So, like, you yeah. can tune in and like hear our thoughts without, and then maybe gauge your interest and maybe go see the movie, which all of them, which I highly recommend before they're out of theaters. These are all big awards contenders. I can see all three being nominated for Best Picture. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that'll be good. I think it'll be really great to talk about those kinds of movies because after, especially after the summertime where you have to do a lot of big movies because it's, it's the it's the year of the season of blockbusters and there's been seven superhero movies this yeah year. <laughs> so it'll be nice to like go a little more smaller scale and talk about like more independent films which i love yeah because these are movies that we love yeah this is like one of the reasons why we started the podcast because we love great movies like these all three of them were stellar yeah i think of the three of them actually we'll wait till the episode yeah to talk yeah, about them. yeah but i can't recommend seeing all three of them enough, enough. Enough. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, Banshees of Sharon that was directed by and written by Martin McDonough, who did In Bruges. If you've a In lot of people have, have seen that dark comedy, Decision to Leave was an original film from Park Chan Wook, great director from South Korea, 
who most famously did Old Boy, the original, obviously. And then with Tar, that was the one starring Kate Blanchett. By Todd Field. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I think that's hands down the best performance of the year. Oh, yeah. She'll, she should win the If Oscar. she doesn't win, I'll be like, what is going on? She's tremendous. Like, it's not even close to the we'll, level. We'll talk about it. The level. The yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're already going, <laughs> going back into this. I'm, I'm advertising the episode, man. <laughs> they're already sold. Oh, yeah. They're I'm sold. sold. But speaking of independent film, I'm actually working on pre-production for a short film uh, that I want to make hopefully in middle of December before the holidays. And it would be about 30 minutes long. And I'm working on a budget right now and speaking to a couple, a few cinematographers trying to work out if I can afford them and what they can do for camera package and crew based on my budget. What are you going to do for audio? going to hire an audio guy? I'll have to hire an audio guy mm-hmm. or gal. But audio won't be too much. Um, but the cinem- I want a good cinematographer because uh, I, I want to make it look really legit. And there are some really good DPs out there, especially in LA. There's a lot of just mediocre stuff and the same kind of thing. But there are, I spent two days browsing every production hub I could find, and there are some really, really good ones. They are pretty affordable, but I'll need four days of shooting, and some of their rates are about a grand plus their crew's extra money, too. So I'm trying to figure out how I can afford some of these um, cinematographers while also paying for locations I've already scouted, and also I need production design, wardrobe, uh, sound, and then hopefully it can all work out. I think I can get it to work out. I just I might need to scrape together some more cash somehow. Where where are the locations you're looking at? Like in Los Angeles based or Yeah, there, so I wrote the script. It's a it's a darkly comedic crime drama. Uh, very small in scale. Uh, four main locations. I've already found the locations online. They're all e- e- easily rentable for 100 250 dollars an hour and even one of them is 50 bucks an hour. And none of them have too high of a maximum hours, but like there's like a bar that would be needed for about ten minutes of film, and that's only a buck fifty, and rent that for eight hours, and then I can already shoot most of the film. And also, I wrote it specifically for like the second half to take place mostly in an open desert area, and I found the perfect place, fifty bucks an hour, rent that out for ten hours, you can bang that all out. And then everything else is pretty like minimalist, like a couple of things on streets and stuff. But uh, I have the locations. Uh, I'm just trying to build the team right now and work out the money. The desert location is that? How far outside of LA is that? Is right that outside. Like, is that like a, a giant like farm kind of setup where that's like owned by pe- like people on that land and they yeah, rent so, it out for production? Yeah, they own um, uh, 800 acres of open desert. Damn. Yeah, and the photos are perfect. They do production all the time. And so it, it's, I found the places, it's a matter of, because you and I are good with production, um, I can do cinematography pretty well, but I want someone who can make it look special, and, but the thing is, every, like, the majority of DPs I've, I've looked through, I can do better than them, and I don't, I don't want to hire someone that I can do better than, even if that makes sense, I want to mm-hmm. do someone that, I want to hire someone that can think outside the box, do something really incredible with it and i found of i found a few i'm i'm talking to five right now and we're all just trying to figure out what they need what can i what i can afford and how many days we would need to shoot so it's looking like three to four days of a shoot shooting schedule bouncing around probably doing the two big scenes in an entire day each and then um trying to hit a few locations in the third day what are do they all have their own cameras or are a they... couple of them do one has an re mini one has a red 
Um, and then the other three rent. So what are their expertise with? Like most of them are, they mostly do, you know, like stylized music videos. No, but I mean like oh. the guys who, the ones or the girls or guys that rent the cameras, do they have like a specific camera they usually work yeah, with? Yeah, they, um, they like to do the Aries and I told them all I've, I've, we have a black magic cinema camera for backups just in case, which can look very nice if it's color graded correctly and could save a lot of money. Um, but Aries are, seem to be the most popular amongst them. And a red Komodo, red Komodo as well. Someone wanted to rent. Uh, and the thing is, like, you need you need the quality, and you gotta pay for it. And if you want to do it yourself, you can. But if you just invest in it, you can make it look great. So I'm just trying to f- find the middle ground for everyone, and see it, try to figure it out. You'll need to find a good color grader too, editor. Oh yeah, I, I, I already in, did. I found you're a, shooting in log. Yeah, I shot. I found a great um, cinematographer, but he's too expensive. But he's great at color grading. So I was like, hey, once I figure it out and get this done, I'm gonna look to hire you for for color grading because he can. I want it to be color graded to look like it's shot on film mm-hmm. in a certain kind of film stock. So we'll see. But right now, I'm just trying to work out the money. I don't know if maybe I could. It, it might help to do some kind of crowdfunding. Um, app for like a couple of weeks and see if I can scrape together some money from friends or family. Um, but right now I'm working at, I have a $10,000 budget that I can spend. I bet you could raise a good amount on like GoFundMe or something like I that. I think I could. And if we, if I post it online, I think I could get some money cause it would, it would really be helpful. Just, I just need like, if I could get like another 5k, that would really help a lot, but we'll see. It's, yeah. it's still very much in the early process. I'm just trying to lock down a DP and then go from there. Yeah, so many people don't understand like how important grading is. This is color grading because when you're using like high quality cinema digital cameras, you're filming in log format ideally, which really flattens the image. But it, it looks like so it's much, like gray. It adds yeah. so much detail in the image, but it's a very flat image. It's very like hot. There's not a lot of darks. There's not a lot of lights. But it's just a basically a flat image. But it allows the ability to add so much information with color grading. That's virtually an art. It's basically an art form. Yeah. Color grading. So it can really take your your film or whatever you're making or music video into the next level. That's but, why. I, that's why I told a bunch of them like, if we need to, we can use the Black Magic Cinema camera because it's not. It's not quite as good as an Ari Mini or that kind of red, but if it's color graded the right way, it can look exceptional. Bro, a great DP can get you a great image with anything. Yeah, exactly. So ultimately, it doesn't really matter the camera. And also, the Soderbergh story- uses iPhones. Yeah, yeah. The story <laughs> is also more important. Is very important too. So yeah. ultimately, it doesn't have to be like the best camera in the world. But you definitely want someone who has a vision and has the creativity. Where I would, I, I mean, I the last two days I looked through, I couldn't tell you how many DP reels and. 99% of them are just, yeah, they're fine. Okay. They're fine. They're okay. But like, then you see that 1%, you're like, oh, this person knows what the hell they're doing. And they know how to, and also like most of what I saw, even if it looked good, it was like uh, a music video just with like a, with strobes or colorful lights, just like one purple light on a character and on the, on the set. There's a difference between lighting a scene as opposed to lighting someone Wrapping in front of the camera with like a colored light on them. There's a big difference, and also framing. Not that that doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, but yeah, but I'm anyone, looking. A lot of people could do that. I'm looking for someone who can actually help articulate the vision of the scene I have in mind. And there's more to that than just doing a colorful light. And that's it. How yeah. many actors do you need? I need two leads. Um, I need ten extras for the bar scene, which I would pay a hundred bucks a day. 
for each of them. So a thousand bucks for the for the extras. And then there's two other characters that have a page of dialogue. I mean, a page to do. And so four four actors basically. And that's it. That's not that's not that very. Bad. I wrote it to be very manageable. The, I, it was just like I wrote it familiarity with how to produce something on the low budget, low scale. I want to I want to film it mostly handheld. Um, and then some static shots, maybe a couple tracking shots, very simple, like Safdie brothers, like early Nolan movies, um, not handheld shaky, but just like handheld. You can tell it's handheld, but it's more subtle, um, to bring you the raw grittiness of what the look I want is super cool. Yeah, dude, I bet you could raise some money for that. No problem. Well, should I use Indiegogo or Kickstarter? Which one? I would look in to see... Which there's one of them I believe that if you don't meet your goal they don't give you the money. Yeah, I think that's Kickstarter. I think Indiegogo you get it regardless. Check, look into GoFundMe as well too, because um, there's all kinds, mm. and that's what I would do. I'm, I'm sure yeah. some people listening would definitely give you five bucks. You know, huh? Hey, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I'd give you like three bucks. Thanks, man. Pays <laughs> <laughs> for someone's coffee. Because no, I, I mean, I already, other... I already told you I'd give you some. Oh, thanks, man. Because there's a lot of money that goes into it. Like that's just the cinema department. Then you get to pay for props, wardrobe, props, wardrobe, food for everyone for every day on set, gas. I get to pay the extras. You need to have the extras in the background for the bar scene. Otherwise, it doesn't look legit. You know. Um, and also, a production designer. They need a budget to get stuff, and also wardrobe. You want to get someone. To do that, and they would need a budget to buy clothes or rent clothes from. So plus, you need PAs. Yeah. So there's just a lot of money goes into it. Little things here and there, and it's a whole thing. But I think I could get it done in four days of shooting. You should look into uh, the the schools out here, the film schools, or even just like any any college that has a film department or production department, and get like some some intern. Maybe you get an intern to be like PAs on set for free. Yeah. For yeah, credits. Absolutely. Yeah, I can. Easily find someone for that for sure. Yeah, you can get a couple of interns, get, yeah. get them like a, a credit, like two credits for. Yeah, like, like a course. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would do that if I was nineteen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah! I'll figure it out though. It's just I just I want to try and get it done before the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I think I can, but. Well, I think it'll go well. Hopefully, yeah. I would just make that account like ASAP. Yeah, I'll do that tonight, actually. I'll, I'll you set can up. set, like, a time limit on something, like, 90 days to raise this amount of money or, like, 60 days, 30 mm-hmm. days to raise this amount of money. So, like, it gives people, like, oh, he's only got 22 days left to make that money. All right, I'll give him I'll give yeah. him five bucks or I'll give him I'll give him $3. A dollar, is, a dollar pays for something, you know? Yeah, that's actually a good idea because if I start production in mid to early December and try and get it all done within a week, um, that would give me all of November to raise money. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would actually be super helpful. It's a good idea. Yeah. Thanks, people man. are nice. <laughs> yeah, they, they people, are very nice. People like you, man. Oh, <laughs> shucks. People like you. Aww. They really do. Thanks. Dude, I don't know why, but. <laughs> 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 what else you been up to this week? Honestly, just that. It's, it's taken up like the last like four days of all my free time. Yeah. Just trying to figure that out. That and editing. And- it's, not, it's not that it's stressful. It's just time consuming to tr- just trying to. Figure things out. Yeah, so. Hogwarts Legacy. Not gonna lie, it's killing. Killing. It's already We're mo- finally monetized mo- on YouTube. Monti- well, we have to go through the process yeah. of like, getting approved. So, how many hours did it need for? You watch? Need four thousand hours watched. Four thousand. But we we broke that, and we're at like fourteen hundred subscribers in like three and a half weeks. Not even a month. Barely a month. Wow, that's crazy. It's it's insane. Like, and it's... to put that into perspective, it how long did it take us to get monetized in the other one? 
like half a year at yeah, least. Like so long. It took long. a while. Well, the thing with our the different kinds of media, like we had very long episodes, but still it took like a while to Because no get one was a, listening. It took a while to get yeah. a thousand subscribers. It took yeah. months. You're right. We were getting like we were getting like twenty views a, a month on YouTube. The yeah, first the like first two few, months, yeah. no one was watching. We were getting like I remember because uh, it were, our views were so low. I was like worried, like what are we doing? Yeah, you were like I, I was I, like I, uh, was, uh, I was like bro, trust me. I was like man, our views are really bad. Stick to it. We just gotta stick to it. We just gotta get content up because we would get like three play three views a day on yeah. YouTube for like like that was a normal day for the first an two episode months. that we put so much work into. It would get like twelve views, and I would be like, "Oh my god!" Like eleven subscribers, yeah. all with me with fake email accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I even looked at it recently because I was curious. I went back and then, like, the first three months we were getting less than a hundred. Like the first two months we got less than a hundred views each month. This the third month we got like a couple hundred views that month. It was just like wow. we were just like desperate for just sync, like views mm-hmm. because the 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 competition's so high. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There's at least probably a thousand channels that have a decent following like us on YouTube that do the exact kind of content we do in terms of talking about movies. Well, no one does exactly All right, what but we do. We're special. The topic. Yeah, yeah. The I know. topic. I'm just, I'm just... And most of that stuff that gets seen is breaking news stuff. Yeah. For what people, what eyeballs are looking at, breaking news stuff. But obviously, like, there's a ton of accounts that have long-term comment content. Like, we have long-term content. Getting there. But you know? there are people who had channels back in, like, mid early 2000s and they have huge followings now exactly so like our content will always do well like long term it's like they're like stocks and you just like we made them and they'll be there forever like this episode on whatever like yeah, that'll yeah. be a, the pulp fiction that'll be there forever and the tarantino or yeah. the interstellar episode will be there forever and like who knows in 10 years it could have 10, 10 million views but that'll be dope it's there's just such a high competition that's why we saw a great business opportunity with hogwarts legacy to like Get a foot. You in. did, yeah. All right, don't throw me. Don't throw me in there. That was your idea. Saw a great business opportunity. I was like, bro, let's Bruh. do this. We can get our foot in this market that's not being tapped because this game's going to sell eight million copies, and people are just going to be interested in. You know, we love talking about Harry Potter, and you know, I we've streamlined the content so much that with the Legacy podcast episodes, it's pretty quick edits. They're yeah. they're super fast. It, I think it's great. I think it's excellent. And it's it's building a new audience, and like once that audience gets really big, then we can be like, also go check out Raiders of the Lost. They're podcast. good though, because I listened to your episode uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. You did one without me. I I just listened to the whole thing. I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild. We have the benefit that since we're self employed, if like when they post breaking news, if they make a post, like I make a quick episode on it, and I get it done before anybody out there. Yeah, they'll post something on Instagram at like one. That's and how you can, so many you can have the episode up by two. Yeah, even quicker, you yeah. know, because I have notifications on. <laughs> but it's how you do it, man. And so, like, I, I was like, "Hey, we can do this." And I think, I think it's gonna be a banging channel in banging like a month. Banging. It's gonna be well like, if it started with if it's already at fourteen hundred, it's just gonna compound. Hopefully, especially as the game approaches. Hopefully, hopefully that'd be really cool. But yeah, it's it's pretty wild. But like I say, like we said in our master class, if you've ever taken it, you can make a podcast about anything, and people will listen. And that's, this if is you proof. Build it, they will come. Built another podcast in three weeks, and it's making money. It's about to start making yeah. money. Yeah, it takes like a week to get. Approved. It's making like scraps on TikTok. Yeah, but it's, it's some it, days it makes yeah. twenty five dollars. Some days it makes seventy cents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't de- you can't depend on that. Yeah, YouTube is income. You can depend on it. Yeah, a lot more consistent. I've yeah, I've, I agree. I've found it's proof, that. man. You can literally make a podcast about anything. It's a, mm-hmm. we made a podcast about a game that hasn't even come out yet. Boom! Boom! Tell, ro- tell boom roasted. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. That's if true. you're listening, if, you, if you've been debating it, you can make a podcast about whatever you want. Yeah. You know, what, you know what's crazy? Sorry to change the subject, 
I didn't. Re- I I know Taylor Swift is so popular, but I didn't realize how popular she was. Me neither. So Spotify drop. They started doing this thing where they display the statistics of artists or what people listen to. Like they, they just Spotify's plays. Just Spotify. So mm-hmm. like they they've been doing on their Instagram like top ten songs played or top ten albums played in whatever a country or in Europe or what, anywhere, and they posted the top ten songs in America this past week. In nine of the time, nine out of ten songs are Taylor Swift's new album songs, and then the other one's another Taylor Swift song, right? It's some other. I can't. She got. She had all ten spots. All ten? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, it's crazy. I'm not sure if they're all from the album. Probably so nine, nine of them were from one album. Then there was a different album cover for the uh, for that night one for that other song. Still a Taylor Outlier. Swift song. Okay, it might have been yeah, her featured on that song because I remember like it was like a great headline for an article. Uh-huh. That's pretty wild. It's unbelievable. I, name name one Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just like us. <laughs> I can't think of one. I'm sorry. I just don't listen sorry, to this. Sorry. I can't think. She's. I could. I. I'm not even trying to like sound cool. I. I can't. I don't listen to pop music, so I don't know. A I just single, don't listen to modern music. I don't. I don't know a single Taylor Swift song off the top of my head. I have I, no I idea. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I mean. I just don't listen that much. Outside of film composers, I hardly listen to modern music at all. So I don't know any anyone in, in that, even in most genres. Like, like name a, name a Beyonce song that's come out in the last ten years. I I know that. Do it. Lemonade. That's an album. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I used to I used to hear that album all the time. Um. I I same. I can't. I can't. I can think of like Liv is Liv is sweating right now. I can think of like She's, Adele. She, hello, Liv is, Liv is, Adele. Hello. That's yeah. a pop song. Hello. I can think of. Sorry, Liv. Um, sorry, sorry, Liv. <laughs> I I don't know pop music at all. At all. That's why when we go when we do trivia night, like we always need Monique because she's like a pop music fiend. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know pop. I don't know rap. I don't know most rock anymore. I mean, still to this day, for rock, all I really listen to is the Black Keys. Rock's not the same as it used to be. Well, there, I, I there's some like. good bands, um, but like Lumineers sometimes, Mumford and Sons sometimes. But they're, I find not even rock. Really. Yeah, they're folk more. But if I'm being honest, the last year it's been mostly mostly film score i'm so curious to see what my spotify rap is going to be this yeah. year it's coming it comes out the first like week of december right in um three weeks it comes out i can't wait yeah. to see it and i know a bunch of you are i can't yeah. wait to see all of everyone yeah, last year's was so fun yeah. like, i know that everyone. some people are trying to log up as many hours of us as they can because some people want the number one spot like yeah. there's, con- there's some stiff competition for it what, did we give something away last year for it we yeah, gave, we we gave them um, hats or something. We sent them something. Yeah, we sent them something, some merch. Sticker. Whoever has the top m- number one will send you like a yeah. Hat. You're getting something. Yeah, I think get... the top three should get something. Top three, top three. hours listened to. Yeah, yeah. We'll send we'll send merch to the top three listeners of yeah. the show for the year. So mm-hmm. get get clicking, get and, playing. And, and sorry <laughs> for everyone who who likes YouTube instead. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nothing we need and about a- that. Apple Podcast. This is just for Spotify. Yeah. Because no one else does a, a ranking like that. The other apps don't. Yeah, we can't really see. But, that. like, honestly, last year, it was, like, probably one of the most impactful moments for me on this sh- podcast was last year when we got hundreds, so many stories and so many DMs of people screenshotting us, like, in either, like, their top five listening or, like, we're no- their number one podcast. We're, like, the number one podcast. I, I was, like... 
for for a week, I was like, "This is um, this is incredible." Or people like, that listen to us as much as I listen to Hans Zimmer, which yeah. is mind blowing to me. Yeah, I was like, it was so I got so choked up and emotional, and I couldn't. That was for me for like that made me feel like, wow, this is actually something. You know what I mean? It's pretty well because because yeah, we had pretty solid downloads last year and like and stuff like that and plays. YouTube wasn't that big, but still to see like how highly how much people listen to you. It was really surreal. Yeah. It was incredible. Like 15,000 minutes. And, 20, and this was before yeah. I quit my job, too. So yeah, it was you, really, yeah. it was really incredible. Was mm. it around? Yeah. No, you had quit your job like a few months before. Oh, yeah, I quit in, in November. Uh, in November. Yeah. November, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, it's almost been a year. It's been a year. I thought much. you quit in August. No, it was November. Oh. Because yeah. I, I remember we got like a good gig in August from like Hulu. Uh-huh. And then I was like, Fuck it. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, no, there's like the first week of November. Oh, interesting. I put my two weeks in in in, uh, in October. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Wow. It's pretty wild. Wow. We're so grateful to all of you. Um, all right, how about we wrap up our weekly chat right there? Sounds wonderful. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget about the live show. Stay tuned for the tickets when they go on sale eight, very soon in the next week or two. And then live show digital online viewing tickets will be on sale at the turn of the new year so thanks everyone for tuning in around the world talk to you soon and stay tuned for more new episodes tomorrow's is gonna be on best baseball Baseball movies movies. so all you world series people watching the world series and baseball fans we went to town on this one wow thing you make my heart sing can you guess the movie (laughs) raiders of the lost podcast is a mirror image production Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.